Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's up, y'all? A man called Otto, Tom Hanks, grief, and the power of human connection. Let's talk about it. Happy Friday the 13th from the spooky city of New Orleans. My name is Savannah, if you're new, and this is All Right, Let's Talk About It. This podcast, I post uh, film reviews every Friday at noon and then random commentary throughout the week because I'm a geek about it. All right, before we even get started on A Man Called Auto, let's get some housekeeping issues out the way. Number one, I have a headache that has nothing to do with anything, but I just felt like sharing it. Number two, if you hear a whooshing sound throughout the episode, it's because my desk sits in between two windows and it is really, really windy and I don't have any soundproofing. And this house is super old. The windows are old, so they rattle. So you might hear rattling, you might hear whooshing, and I don't have soundproofing. So we're just going to have to work with what we got. Number three, thank you to everyone that pointed out sound issues with the episode Megan last week. I have no idea what happened. Can't figure it out. I know it's not the microphone, but that was just weird. I may have hit something, knocked something. I don't even know. But whatever it was, it got resolved by the time I recorded my Golden Globes recap on Wednesday. So we're just going to have to keep on moving and hopefully we can figure it out another time. Um, keep the Presley family in your prayers, particularly pr- uh, Priscilla Presley, Elvis's ex-wife slash widow, because Elvis's only child, Lisa Marie Presley, passed away last night. Very tragic. Um, I guess everything happens for a reason, because both Lisa Marie and Priscilla got to attend the Golden Globes on Tuesday and watch Austin Butler, Austin Butler win the Golden Globe for his role as Elvis in the movie Elvis Boz Lerman. Um what a beautiful moment for them. And I'm, I'm glad she at least got to see that before she passed because I don't know. She loved her dad and her dad was obsessed with her and he passed away when she was nine. So beautiful woman, beautiful legacy, and she will be missed. Now, a man called Otto. I was a little confused about this movie, but before we even get into the nitty gritty, just, just the bare bones basics this direct this is directed by Mark Forrester, stars Tom Hanks, Mariana Trevino, Rachel Keller, Manuel Garcia Rulfo, Cameron Britton. What's confusing me about this movie is that it limit it was a limited release and it limited released 
Christmas week, if I'm not mistaken. So this is a 2022 film, and then it goes wide today. Now, when you do a limited release at the end of the year, typically it's because you're vying for Oscar contention. You are hoping your film is competitive enough to be recognized because the qualifications to be considered for an Oscar, the bare minimum requirement is for your film to premiere or show in L.A. for seven consecutive days between January 1st and December 31st of that year. And you have to show do so many showings a day. Tickets have to be sold during certain show times. So very bare minimum that if this is even for films that debut on streaming networks, that has to happen. It has to premiere in LA, yada, yada, yada. So that's what I'm thinking. It may have limited release. I could probably look it up, see where the limited release happened, but I'm guessing probably LA, New York, and then maybe one or two other cities. And now it's going wide today. It is competing with Megan, which came out last week and a movie called Plane, which comes out today. You know, Variety is a spice of life, so there's going to be something for everyone this weekend. But I think, no, 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 it's just kind of weird. Having watched the film, I, I'm just wondering if they're, you know, they were a little too big for their britches, so to speak. Maybe they were hoping that Tom Hanks will be recognized as a contender for a Best Actor nod. I don't think so. I mean, if he's not getting any recognition for his role in Elvis, which he should... I, I don't see I don't see him getting any kind of recognition for this. I don't know what the industry's issue is with Tom Hanks right now. Um, I can probably look into that. But if he's not going to get any recognition for Elvis, I don't see him getting any recognition for this film. Does he do a good job? Absolutely. I mean, he's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks always does well, for the most part. I mean, he's been doing this. He's been part of the industry. He's been acting, I'm pretty sure, since before I was born. And he's very good at what he does. He is an expert in his craft. He's reliable. He always puts on a good performance. And and I know what to expect from him. I know that Tom Hanks is going to play the hell out of any role he's given. And even when the script is super simple, and this is probably the most simplistic film I think I've ever seen him in. And I'm, I'm sure everyone's like, well, what about this? This is the most simplistic film I think I have seen him in. This was very simple. It wasn't profound like a lot of his films are. Usually he does something big and meaningful that's kind of in a, in a way transcendent, you know, Tom, you know, Forrest Gump, Captain Phillips, stuff like that. And Philadelphia. Because he's good like that. He can, he's known for stuff like that. That's his level. That's where he's at. But this is almost beneath him in, in a way. Uh, I mean, they could have got some up and comer to play this role. And I think it would have been just as good. But Tom Hanks decided he wanted to do it. And it's not like he's, you know, vying for work. He and his wife both produced the film, co-produced it. So what is this movie about? So obviously this is about a man named Otto. Otto's life is coming apart. I don't want to say falling apart, but coming apart. He recently lost his wife. He's been forced out of his job. And he's pretty much said, you know what? I'm done. I'm ready to go. I just want to be with my wife. So this is kind of a hilarious take on a man trying to end his life. And he keeps failing. He's this, you know, typical grumpy old man who is, who's lost control of his life. That was my first impression watching this film is this is about a man who is 
losing control of his life and is trying to gain some control. So he tries to gain control by taking his own life. He tries to gain control by kind of making things sure things are in order in his neighborhood, making sure the rules are followed, you know, making sure that people have their parking permit hanging on their rearview mirror, making sure people are putting the recycling in the right places, making sure people are using the gate properly, making sure people aren't using their street as a, you know, a through road. Trying to find some sort of semblance of control and things are just not going his way. He tries to hang. So there will be spoilers. Spoiler alert for those who want to see it. This is your out. You can go. But spoiler alert. So he tries to hang himself and that doesn't work because he doesn't screw it in right. He's too heavy. Uh, he tries to shoot himself. It doesn't work. There's a knock at the door. He tries to suffocate himself by, you know, turning his car on in his closed garage. Doesn't work. His neighbor's knocking on the garage door saying, hey, can you take me to the hospital? My husband fell off the ladder that he gave them because they were trying to open up a window. And it's it's so there's something real life about it because this man is clearly grumpy. He doesn't like people. He doesn't want to be bothered. He's not very friendly. And it's evident. It's not like people can't see, you know, the honoriness. They clearly see it and they just don't care. You know, they've learned to get along with this grumpy old man and they love him in spite of it. And I think that's just something so beautiful. This man who is trying to take his own life because he doesn't see any purpose in it, yet so many people around him see the purpose of him in their own lives. So we have Otto living in this neighborhood, which is slowly being gentrified because you have these developers and realtors who are trying to run these people out of their homes so they can build up these new condos. And he and his he's been living in this home for a very long time. It was the home he started with his wife. And these neighbors move in across the street, this family of four, husband, wife, who's pregnant with a third and two little girls. And, you know, this is a man who he wants to keep to himself, who thinks everyone's an idiot. Yet there's something in him that he can't escape himself as much as he tries to. He wants to put up this front like he doesn't love anyone. He doesn't care about anyone. He doesn't want to be bothered. Yet when he sees a moment to be helpful, he doesn't hesitate. You know, they're trying to parallel park their car with a trailer in the back with all their stuff. And he's like, you idiots. And decides, yep, I'm going to help him. And that's his expertise. He was an engineer and he was obsessed with cars and building things. So he knows exactly what to do and helps him out. You know, they realize this man is helpful. He, even though he's older, he's, he's a resource. He's someone that they could probably count on. And at the very beginning, we get a bit of a glimpse into who he is because his coworkers are trying to make him feel better by throwing him a happy retirement party, even though he's been forced out and forced to take a, a, a severance. You know, they call him, you know, dependable and he's organized and he organizes people. He likes things in order and, his neighbors obviously see obviously see him in that way as someone they can depend on because they're asking him for help, even though he doesn't he clearly doesn't want to, you know, hey, can I borrow your ladder? Hey, can you help with the radiator? Our heat's not working. And he's like, just bleed the radiator. 
And she's like, well, how do you do that? It's, it's, it's funny to me watching this because I see a lot of myself in this because I've had these moments in my own life where I'm just like, I'm done. I'm tired. Not to the point where I'm suicidal, but just like to the, I've gotten, had those moments where I'm like, well, what's the purpose in it all? Why do I keep going? And then you have these moments where God, and I'm a Christian woman, where God literally reminds you, this is why you're still here. You're not done yet. You still have things to do. And he says that a lot throughout the film. Like, I can't do that. I have things to do. And that's pretty much it. That's the crux of the film. That's the theme of the movie is that you still have things to do. Now, is the film good or not? It's great. It's hilarious. It's sweet. It's predictable, though. And this is why I think, did I say this or did I think it? I can't remember. But this seems like it's beneath Tom Hanks. This is I think I did say this. This is the most basic film I've ever seen see him do, but it, it seems necessary. There's a necessary quality to this movie. The message is so needed. It's one of those things where you're feeling a certain way and you'll pop in this movie. Just just a gentle reminder that you still have things to do. You're not done yet. He's done. He thinks he's done. And then he gets these reminders from his, na- his neighbor that he's not done. They still need him. He still has, you know, skills and abilities and a heart that's too big for his own chest. Literally, that's kind of the irony of the whole thing is he's suffering from this heart condition in which his heart's too big. Very much the Grinch. And yeah, the movie's good. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's very predictable. I think it's just very simple and predictable. I think that's kind of the downfall of the movie is that you know where this is going. There are no surprises. There are no twists and turns. I mean, it's very procedural in a sense in that it follows its genre exactly the way the genre was written. Does that make sense? You know what you're getting when you get it. You know how this is going to end. I don't know how else to emphasize it. But what are some of the highlights of the film? I mean, obviously, Tom Hanks is a highlight of the film. He's an incredible actor. He is so good at his craft. Um, I love, I think I've said this before, but I love actors who love acting. I love actors who find joy and delight in their craft. It's not just, oh, I'm making a film, but it's I'm doing a job. I'm doing what I know how to do. It's, you know being able to step into another character and transform that's the joy for them they find a lot of joy in creating these new spaces and these new characters and these new worlds they enjoy that part the imaginativeness of it all and tom hanks is one of many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW those actors you can tell just loves acting this is what he loves to do and he's going to pretty much do this until he can't do it anymore and yeah i mean this he puts a lot of heart into this where there doesn't need to be this like i said this film is so simple he didn't have to go as hard as he did but him going hard the way he did it encourages and pushes the rest of the cast to meet him at his level. And they do. The, um, the chemistry between him and Marina, Mariana Trevino, who plays Marisol, his new neighbor, um, who is, uh, kind of obsessed with, kind of obsessed with him in a sense. You know, she has basically decided she's going to love this grumpy old man in spite of his actions. And his, her husband, whom he calls a nitwit, has, they've all decided to basically just adopt this man as grandpa. And at one point, you never, there's never a moment where you hear it, but at some point he becomes Abuelo Otto. They're Hispanic Latino family. Their chemistry, Marie, Mariana Trevino and Tom Hanks, it's electric. It's so beautiful and so well done. And the way they kind of bounce off each other, this kind of night and day, this multi, you know, this, cross-generational relationship and these are some of my favorite things to see in movies there's a movie coming out very soon I forget the name of it but it's with Morgan Freeman and Florence Pugh I can't wait I love when you see these kind of old heads and these newbies come together in movies and you're really seeing the growth on screen you're seeing them learn you're seeing them absorb and I love the way she kind of just leaned into him and took from him and he gave it right back. It's just beautiful chemistry on set. They worked so well together. It was a match made in heaven, but yeah, I mean, there's not much, a whole lot to say about it. It's simple, predictable, um, worth the ticket. Definitely worth seeing. I don't see any kind of award contention for, for it. I mean, it's not getting any recognition now, so I'm not sure what they were thinking. Again, if Tom Hanks isn't going to get recognized for the stellar work he did in Elvis, I don't see this getting any play. Because he, if you haven't seen Elvis, he, to me, when I did a review for Elvis, it's on my TikTok and on my Instagram, uh, I figured he was going to be getting the nominations. I figured, you know, Austin Butler, I felt like there was potential there, but I was like, no, nah, Tom Hanks is the one that's going to be getting recognition. But 
flip that around, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, what are some other things that I can say about this movie? Let me think. I sat here for a minute trying to think of what else can I say about this movie? This movie is too simple for its own good. Now, the central theme of this is don't give up. You've got things to do. But I think this film highlights something more important, and that's just the power of human connection and how we do need people in our lives. Now, you have Otto, who is this grumpy old man, and his whole reason for being grumpy isn't just that, oh, he's ornery, he had a horrible life. He had a great life. He had a beautiful wife. They did lose their baby when she was six months pregnant due to a bus crash, which left her paralyzed. But he loved her like nobody's business. He did everything for her. He even read kind of did the house to fit her needs as someone in a wheelchair, you know, built countertops that were low enough that she could still cook. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And now that she's gone and now he's lost his job. So it's the two biggest passions. He's lost his wife whom he loved more than the sun sets and rises and then his job because his passion was always building things finding out how things work and all of that and that was his job engineering and he was forced out of it and to him he feels like he has nothing so he tries to regain control which is why he's so damn mean and honorary and just trying to get control of his own emotions and just find something that's solid that he can lean on and anger is powerful you know resentment is powerful being numb is powerful and he does not allow himself to feel much of anything he kind of runs away from it and unfortunately people will bring out those emotions in you, the ones that you're trying to run away from, which is why he keeps so many people at a distance. He's trying to find some semblance of control and it's just not working. And he learns something very valuable kind of in reverse because you need people. You need people in your life. Now, just give you a little background on me. I do live in the city of New Orleans, like I mentioned, but I'm here by myself. I don't have any family here. I have made some friends here through my church. But I'm basically here by myself and the weight of that loneliness, it, it, it's heavy sometimes. And I long for more human connection. And I think that's something deep and it's rooted, but it's a heavy feeling. The feeling of loneliness, that that overwhelming feeling, it hurts sometimes. And you kind of just want to get rid of it. You don't want to feel that way anymore. So you have two options. You can either make, make new friends or you can just harden your heart and get to a point where you just, you, you convince yourself that you don't need people. That's where Otto is. He's convinced himself that he doesn't need anyone. And yet he comes to learn that people need him, not just that they need him, but he's vital in the lives of others. He ends up saving his neighborhood in a sense, you know, he ends up saving his neighbors, you know, allowing them to stay inside their home. He becomes a source of comfort and joy for his neighbors. As grumpy as he is, they basically fall in love with him. And at some point, you never really see it, but somehow in the getting to know him, he becomes Abuelo Otto. You know, they're a beautiful Latino family, uh, husband, wife, two girls, baby on the way. And 
they've just adopted him and they've come to love this man, which I can kind of relate to a little bit because I'm not one to go out and make friends. I get acquired. People just kind of adopt me into their lives. So the way they kind of just adopt Otto into their lives and says, you know what? You're going to be family. We're going to love you. We're going to take care of you. I can relate to that wholeheartedly. Uh, And it's just so sweet that a lot of his suicide attempts are foiled because Somebody needs him. He tries to shoot himself. It's, it's, it's actually quite interesting that he tries to take great care to make sure he doesn't leave a mess. Um, he tries to shoot himself and his plan ends up getting messed up because a kid that his wife used to teach needs a place to stay because he got kicked out. He tries to suffocate himself inside his garage by, you know, turning the car on and putting a hose from the muffler to the to the car through the window, tries to kill himself that way. Doesn't work. His neighbor, Marisol, needs him to drive her to the hospital because her husband fell off the ladder that Otto let them borrow. You know, he tries to kill himself by getting hit by a train doesn't worry because a man ends up having a seizure or a heart attack or something and falling onto the tracks and he auto ends up saving him. And then he's like, well, I saved this man. I may as well kill myself, but that gets foiled because he's a hero. And this man is trying to save his life. Otto slowly re- comes to realize that he's got things to do and that he is needed by people. And that his life, the emptiness of his life doesn't have to be so empty and that there are people around him who want to include him, who want to love him, who want to be part of his life. And I think for anyone who's experiencing extreme loneliness, there's something about that you can relate to when you get to the point you realize, you know what, I matter to somebody. That's something I think Otto comes to realize because before that, it was all about his wife. She's gone. Then it was, you know, at least I have my job. That's gone. But now I have all these neighbors whom I think are all idiots. But I matter to these neighbors. They need me. They depend on me. They they need me to help them with their radiator when the heat goes out. They need me to help them with tools. They need me to teach them how to drive. They need me to babysit their kids so they can go on a date night before the baby comes. You know, they need me to... Help them save their home so they don't get pushed out into a nursing facility. They need me. I think it's 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 an interesting feeling when you're at your wit's end and you're at the end of your rope and you realize I'm needed. The power of human connection, when you realize that the people in your life give you a sense of purpose. I still have things to do. Something I have, they need. And I can give it to them. I don't know. I just think it's beautiful. I think it beautifully highlights how essential life is when it comes to being with another human being. Because so much of what we live in right now is isolation. Now, think about quarantine, for instance, where we were all isolated and all we had was the internet. And to the the internet basically, I think, ruined communication. <laughs> and it shouldn't have. It wasn't supposed to. We weren't supposed to be on the internet the way we were, but we had nothing. We were isolated away from other human beings and desperate, desperate, desperation led us to 
build communities and parasocial relationships on the internet. You know, when push comes to shove, the first step for healing will always be us trying to reach out to someone. When we don't know what else to do, we will go with our instincts. And that first instinct is to connect with another human being. Otto doesn't realize it in the beginning, but he's trying to heal his own broken heart. As much as he would like to not be bothered with the neighbors across the street, as much as he would not like to be bothered with the woman who keeps walking her dog and the dog keeps pooping in her yard, as much as he would like to still hate his neighbor whom he used to be best friends with, he seeks out these connections instinctually. And I think it's beautiful, but that's just my opinion. Highly recommend the film. All right, so to sum it up, A Man Called Otto, cute little dramedy, straight, simple, to the point, predictable. You know where this is going as soon as you sit down. Great performances from our leads, Tom Hanks, uh, Mariana Trevino. Cute, optimistic film that's necessary for the time, in my opinion. Solid 6 out of 10 from me, and a 6 is good coming from me. So yeah, if you see this film, if you've seen it, if you're going to see it, let me know. Find a comment section, whether on YouTube, Instagram, and soon to be Rumble. Because why not? Let's just increase the platforms. If you are interested in supporting this podcast or me in any way, check the description on whatever platform you're listening to. And there are options in which you can support me and said podcast. Your support means the world to me. I can't do this without you and... I, I can't think of any other way. I, I I can't think of enough ways to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all your love and support that allows me to do what I enjoy doing and bringing you content. Um, yeah, I don't have enough words. So keep on the lookout for two reviews coming next week. I told you I'm seeing Plane tonight and then I'll be seeing another movie next Thursday. So you'll get your regular Friday at noon review. And I can't wait. I'm excited. Thank you so much for all your love and support. Happy Friday the 13th. Do something spooky on my behalf. And I will see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.